Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. I am out enjoying my life with one of the loves of my life. Uh, before she gets married at the end of this month, little mother-daughter time uh, at the beach, which you can hear the waves in the background. It is positively beautiful. As a beach lover extraordinaire, I always say, there's never a bad day at the beach, whether rain or shine. Of course, I've never experienced a hurricane, so there's that. Speaking of hurricanes, um, in the state of Georgia, I believe uh, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood will be hosting a press conference tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. at the Hotel Avalon in Alpharetta. Um, I do not, at the moment, have any further details, but you can check back on my website or my Twitter feed, which is Monica On Air Talk or the Monica Matthews on Facebook, and I will post more details as they are passed along to me um, directly from that team to you. So stay tuned. Uh, speaking of um, even more of a poop show, uh, apparently Gabriel Sterling, some of you are calling me and, and emailing asking who Gabe Sterling is. Gabriel Sterling's official title, he's the, he's the gentleman you have seen um, on just about every press conference um, where you haven't seen Brad Raffensperger. Uh, he is employed by his staff, Gabriel Sterling is, of the Secretary of State uh, here in the state of Georgia. He is better known as the Chief Operating Officer. He's also the Chief Implementation Officer of our voting systems. So that would tell you that he should be very familiar with the voting systems here in Georgia. Um, he is also someone who has been, um, uh, it's, it's alleged that he may or may not have uh, some nefarious dealings with um, Dominion as well as others with regard to our voting machines. Um, I, I will say that probably the most interesting uh, uh, piece of, of evidence that I've seen um, regarding Mr. Sterling and his involvement and to what extent uh, with, with any form of nefarious actions. Something that would, you know, draw a big red flag for any of us is someone working for the state of Georgia while simultaneously utilizing and redirecting traffic that involves tens of, uh, of millions of dollars um, that should be coming to the state of Georgia uh, through the Secretary of State's office that he um, has rerouted communication to his private consultancy firm, um, his, his private Gmail account that represents his uh, consultant firm. And, and that's, that's a problem. Um, Gabriel Sterling has been widely respected in Georgia in our political circles. Um, he is, uh, although, <laughs> having run a campaign against him <laughs> in, his, uh, in my opposition, I will say some of uh, this one particular candidate was uh, not exactly, you know, the champion of, um, of hmm, shall we say, scruples um, and ultimately was defeated, thank God. Um, but Gabe Sterling is a bright gentleman. Um, he, you know, is, is 
mostly liked throughout the GOP circles here in the state of Georgia. Um, I think what you're finding is people are just aghast by the potential um, that there seems to be this entire administration just seems to be wrought with um, allegations of fraud and and worse than fraud. Um, I mean, you're talking about embezzlement. You're talking about, you know, the big the big words. Um, and it's disheartening, uh, especially as Georgians who are very closely knit here um, with their politicos. You know, we are all very much so an incestuous family. So when when one is under scrutiny, I mean, for God's sakes, it took the Cobb County GOP um, forever to disassociate themselves from a gentleman who was accused of molesting his own family member. Um, the party nearly split over that because part of the party felt like it was time while he was, you know, going through the indictment process. He was... Um, he was under investigation. The allegations were already put forth. Nothing had been proven. And they're like, hey, let him go handle his business. We don't really want to be, you know, dragged into this. And the other part of the party's like, you know, no, we're a party. We stick together. So it, it is extremely incestuous here. Um, and people are just, um, especially amongst the GOP establishment, are very proud individuals who would rather you just not know um, and just not admit what's going on. We see that, I see that with my friends who are very close with the Kemp administration. Um, it is causing division, rifts between friends and family alike. Um, people just refuse to believe that the governor, uh, lieutenant governor, or anyone who's a part of his administration um, could be uh, an alleged cheat. It is just unfathomable that that could be a possibility. But these are strong allegations, uh, and they're made and, and asserted by folks who do not make a living casting dispersions. So you have to consider the source, and I, I do not believe for a second that Sidney Powell is a UFO spotter or she is so devout to the president that she would risk her professional integrity and reputation uh, as well as her legal standing, to be quite honest with you. I don't believe she would risk disbarment uh, casting casual dispersions. So you always have to consider the source. Um, she's not an angry Republican. She's not an angry, bitter female. She is a woman uh, going about her business in the pursuit of justice, which we have seen her effectively um, uh, execute with regard to the case of... Uh, General Michael Flynn. So it's irrefutable that that was her purpose, that was her cause, and she succeeded. So, uh, yes, your sources matter. Now, you got to love our residents. Speaking of GOP establishment hacks, um, you, you've got to love that all of our GOP establishment hacks are running to CNN to tattle. Uh, Gabe Sterling was on the news today crying about I'm receiving death threats and um, you know, people are threatening to show up with a noose or whatever he said. And Mr. President, you know, you got to stop this right now. Um, you know, and I'm actually friends with Gabe on Facebook. And so on any given day, usually Gabe is entertaining us with his menu items of choice, uh, what he's going to put on his big green egg. And that's awesome. 
Um, but what I would say to people like Gabe Sterling and others who are whining about having your lives threatened, um, get in line. It happened to me. And when I was thrown under the bus in the city of Atlanta by a major news conglomerate, um, speaking of casting true dispersions and defaming my character, I had death threats as well, along with my family. Um, I was called every form of expletive you can think of, um, and along with being called a racist, uh, which is virtually impossible if you follow my personal life at all. Um, and so, and no one, no one, you didn't hear me online crying about it, um, and no one came to my rescue. I had a few friends in law enforcement who said, hey, you know where to find us, and, and they will always have my back, and for that, I appreciate them. Um, and they will always have my back, but in terms of, you know, anyone in political circles, it was, you know, hands off. So, sorry, Buttercup. I have very, very short empathy stick whenever it comes to, to things of this nature because it is the nature of the beast and it comes with the territory, unfortunately, in this day and age. Um, and yes, people can fan the flames, but generally speaking, uh, people are just as crazy as they're going to be and as crazy as they're going to choose to be. So I am not going to assign um, uh, any guilt uh, or complicity where the president is concerned in calling for something that is absolutely something that should be uh, carried out to the fullest in the way of executing um, uh, an investigation regarding this election. Now, speaking of... Uh, this is breaking news, 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots for the 2020 general election were shipped from Bethpage, New York to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where those ballots and the trailer in which they were shipped disappeared. And this is coming from a gentleman by the name of Phil Klein with the Amistad Project. Um, this is just one of, of many. Probably the, mo the, the most, uh, you know, egregious uh, uh, news that we saw uh, came down yesterday in the way of so many testimonies. Um, again, evidence that your, your GOP establishment media hacks, along with others, will not admit that sworn testimony is, in fact, um, swearing under oath that what you're saying is evidence. What you're saying is truth. So uh, no one's going to tell you that. But you saw that yesterday. You saw that continue on today as well. Um, kind of shocking that Arizona decided to go ahead and uh, certify their fraud. Um, but that's just going to open a whole other, uh, a whole other, a whole other bag of uh, goodies for the state of Arizona to have to contend with. Um, especially where their governor is concerned. So the, the thing that, that broke today is, uh, is truly astounding. You have got um, Project Veritas. Oh, this is amazing. You guys need to tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, James O'Keefe uh, with Project Veritas. As you guys know, these are the guys who go in and just like, you know, they uncovered the, the sale of baby, baby body parts uh, through abortion. They blew the lid off of, uh, off of uh, Planned Parenthood. Uh, these guys are trusted sources. And this dude, literally, James O'Keefe, in the middle of a, of a conference call 
with the CEO, the head of CNN, along with others, interrupts the call. He unmutes himself and says, hey, guys, uh, surprise, we're here and we have been recording our meetings for the past several months. And so we're going to be releasing those recordings this evening, beginning this evening. So tune in tonight. Um, I believe that will be it's 7 p.m. I actually just signed up for, um, oh goodness, you can go to Project Veritas and it'll show you where to sign up. I don't have my email right here in front of me at the moment, um, but they're going to release the tapes. And, and here's why it's important for you to go and listen. Because what James was uncovering is what I, I keep driving home with you guys, that narratives are something that are shaped daily by the left. Um, they literally have council meetings, they have board meetings, they have daily briefings on what the word of the day is going to be, what the narrative of the day is going to be, to literally split the country in half and to cause you to live in abject fear because that is how the left and that is how the enemy of liberty operates. Uh, in my world, he is better known as Satan um, and he operates through the media. So I, I really hope, and especially if you have family members um, who are still stuck over there in the, in, on that side and that snare of, of, of the left, uh, left-leaning news outlets, I would highly encourage you to have them uh, head over there and listen to these tapes as well. Um, so you can educate yourself to just how sick, how demented and wickedly evil reprobate these people are who are responsible for driving us to things like face masks that I had to wear through my entire journey today from the moment I stepped foot into uh, onto the airport property um, through check-in, through my flight, uh, grabbing my baggage, getting into an Uber, even walking through the lobby of my hotel. I mean, it is literally insane. I, I am in a part of the country that this time of year is booming with European tourism, um, tourists rather. They come here from all over the world. It is literally a ghost town. I, now how some of these businesses will maintain operation, I genuinely have no idea. I don't know how that's going to continue. Um, I, we have to put a stop to this. It, it is the, the psychological damage that's already been done to Americans around the fear of COVID-19. Um, I personally feel that the president should be downgrading uh, this quote flu um, from a pandemic to, I mean, if you want to call it an epidemic, you can, um, but I believe that it needs to be downgraded and put in its proper scientific contextual place as it relates to our everyday lives. Um, and that is something that the president absolutely uh, can begin now uh, before we go further down the road of mandating vaccination records uh, before we get on an aircraft. Uh, because apparently that is is coming soon. So uh, there's a lot of news breaking. Um, it, it is never a dull moment. If you are following someone like Lynn Wood uh, or Sidney Powell, they're forever bringing the news to you. We literally have trucks. We have people. We have a dude with a with a Dominion badge on voting day um, who 
on November 3rd who was um, seen using a, a USB uh, a stick uh, and taking it from one computer that held votes over into a personal computer. Uh, someone has taken the time to actually um, to actually blow up the picture and the name and the and the ID of this person uh, so that it's legible that you can see that he did in fact work for Dominion and what was he doing working on anything on election day that is a red flag um, it much less taking data uh, which is illegal so um, also there have been some things uncovered uh, regarding, uh, uh, I believe is at UBS, a buddy of mine actually works for, uh, UBS. Oh, um, well, you know, while I'm, while I'm talking about the administration, um, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan pushes back on false vote on false voter fraud claims. We're better than this. My hope is that we can move past this here in Georgia. Well, let me tell you something about Jeff Duncan. Um, he is our lieutenant governor here in the state of Georgia. It is no secret that uh, Lieutenant Governor Duncan uh, was the recipient of mass amounts of dark money to fund his campaign. Literally smeared uh, his opponent with abject lies. Uh, and they were, there was an investigation that was launched uh, it was found that the allegations of a woman against, who is now our uh, Georgia GOP chair, David Schaefer, were completely frivolous and false and null and void. Uh, but there was a lot of money spent on that race for obvious reasons. I have a good authority from my sources that Jeff Duncan could not give two dams about this seat. Um, and quite honestly, looks forward to the day that he no longer holds it. He should probably be more concerned at this point as to how many roads Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are going to be, un be able to uncover that uh, allegedly go to directly his bank account or the bank accounts of others in his close proximity. Um, that's what I would be concerned with. Yes, you're right, Jeff. We, you should be better than that. Uh, but no, we are, we are not above um, we are not above rooting out blatant corruption and fraud. We are not above that. We are exactly on par for that. Um, Donald Trump has all but completely bitch slapped my governor. I've seen my governor's name um, in literature next to Hillary's name, next to Hugo Chavez's name. Um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it, it, is a, it is a circus down here now. Uh, oh, UBS Securities, exactly. Okay, some of you may not know this. So UBS Securities is a Swiss investment bank which owns 24.99% of UBS Securities Company LTD, a Chinese investment bank. The remaining 75% of UBS Securities Company LTD is owned by the Chinese government. This is a big deal and this is something that they're going to be covering tomorrow i would have met when they're speaking here um in georgia um sydney powell again and lynn wood will be at the hotel avalon in alpharetta georgia 3 30 p.m tomorrow december the 2nd 2020 uh you stay tuned and, and follow for other details i'll be happy to uh pass them uh, your way once they come to me. 
this is um, this is a big deal because this is you're getting into parent companies of Dominion of Dominion voting machines and and, and voting systems, um, and and what you're going to find is this global syndicate, uh, which is and, and I realize this is starting to sound like a James Bond movie, and it doesn't help that uh, Attorney General Barr just came out today, probably his last day on the job, quite honestly, or it should be should have been weeks ago actually. Um, but came out and said that there doesn't appear to be any widespread uh, voter uh, discrepancies or fraud. Uh, he's not denying that there's fraud. But remember the question I asked you last night. How much murder is too much? How many rape cases are too many? How many carjackings are too many? So how much voter fraud? Um, it's amazing that some people are like, well... You know, it's not enough to overturn the presidency, which what you're going to see um, is that that's not true at all, that this this was a landslide on behalf of Donald Trump um, and really on behalf of the uh, 77 plus million Americans who voted for him. Um, that's what you're going to see revealed. But it is taking time. I have to tell you, I'm kind of disappointed with uh, I, I won't say some of you because I don't think you fall into this category. But I'm very disappointed with some folks uh, who I've been in battle with as a Republican over the years who are now just throwing their hands in the air. I mean, they're just tired. They want it. They want it now. Uh, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, do you have any idea the amount of, of manpower, man hours that goes into an investigation of this magnitude? Do you understand just how deep that labyrinth is, do you understand how deep the Leviathan roams whenever it comes to things of this magnitude? We are the United States of America. You are not solving for the theft of a grocery cart. So I would say to folks who are itchy, who have given up, you know, our party, quite honestly, is just better off without you. And when I say our party, I no longer refer to the I'm not referring to the Republican Party. <clears throat> what I've seen, excuse me, of the Republican Party is cowardice, complete and abject apathy, complicity, duplicity. I mean, I, I've seen it all. And, that, and I've seen enough. I've seen enough to know that that is not the party that I will ever call home again. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to emerge from all of this. I don't care to be referred to as a Trumplican. Um, and I realize we already have a Patriot Party. You know, maybe it'll be the Party of Liberty minus the libertarian aspect of, you know, nobody tread on me, um, which, hey, now sounds pretty good, quite honestly. Uh, we also, something else that happened today that some of you may have, in fact, missed w w was pretty astounding. Um, Lynn Wood put out a, uh, a tweet today that was uh, that, hold on. I got I to gotta pull this thing up for you guys. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> good morning. Uh, our country is headed to civil war, a war created by third-party bad actors for their benefit, not for we the people. Communist China is leading the nefarious efforts to take away our freedom. President Trump must follow the precedent of Abraham Lincoln and declare martial law. Uh, we, the People Convention, 
calls for president to invoke limited martial law to hold new election in full page uh, Washington Times ad if legislators, courts, and Congress do not follow the Constitution. Notice that was if. If legislators, courts, and Congress do not follow the Constitution, we the people convention dot um, org are calling for um, limited martial law in order to hold a new election. Now, speaking of libertarians, don't tread on me. The first people I heard from when I posted this were my libertarian friends because we all understand. <laughs> I mean, we can't even, you know, take a poop right now without having to wear a face mask. And Pennsylvanians can't do that uh, without, without doing it in their own home, for God's sakes. So it is a little scary to think about giving the government this, this level of control, um, and especially over us, uh, in order to hold a new election. Um, a limited amount of martial law, again, you know, it's kind of like, hmm, how much strychnine do you really want in your coffee? Um, so I, I'm not a proponent of my military uh, becoming my master over me. I mean, my military is there to protect me from outsiders, but we are living in a day and age where you, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. And then other times it's not. What you do see happening, however, with Black Lives Matter is kind of funny to me. And it's exactly what I've been praying for, me and millions of Christians, that the enemy would turn in on himself, his whole camp, spiritually speaking. And what you see happening, unfolding in the earth right now is exactly that. Black Lives Matter's individual chapters are um, are pretty peeved with the beehive of Black Lives Matter um, because they haven't seen any money. They have no money. And so, you know, remember Black Lives Matter, that curriculum that is now um, mandated in, in your public schools for your, especially here in the state of Georgia, DeKalb County, um, it was sanctioned. There was a Black Lives Matter curriculum, a curriculum sanctioned in the first week of December. Go back and look at DeKalbCountyPublicSchools.org or .com, whatever, um, and look at the curriculum. It should still be up online. It'll blow your mind. Um, so Black Lives Matter was very rapidly becoming um, the central mouthpiece for ushering in fascism. I mean, everyone else is talking about socialism. I'm way past that. That, that, that it's never, the problem is never what the problem is. And so it, it's not, it's not even disguise. It's, they try to disguise what's happening and what they want to usher in as socialism, but it's not socialism at all. Um, ultimately it will, it is fascism, um, in its worst possible capacity. And so Black Lives Matter, I'm certain there were individuals who were told just like folks who were sold gift cards to go vote, which is illegal, that's called fraud. Um, I'm convinced that there were leaders uh, who basically opened, you know, little strip mall storefronts um, of uh, Black Lives Matter stores and in uh, fronts and were told, hey, you know, get on board. There's plenty of money to go around. We're going to raise money. And, you know, kind of like a really crappy mega church that has satellite churches and the mega church sees all of the money and the satellite churches don't, but the satellite churches do all of the heavy lifting in order to feed the beast. 
that's pretty much what you're seeing happen right now in Black Lives Matter. So it's a beautiful thing. We have prayed that the enemy's camp would become confused and turn in on itself. And that is exactly what's happening. So keep your prayers going. Um, that's really all I have for you guys tonight. I mean, it's, it's ever unfolding. I, I would not be afraid of martial law, impending martial law, imminent martial law. Um, but, but I do believe that that is actually a route if, if Congress is not going to uh, do their job. I believe our state legislature, uh, Senator William Ligon, has, um, has announced that there will be a meeting at the state capitol tomorrow. I want to say, or Wednesday, um, you can um, probably check his accounts online as well. Um, there should be an announcement uh, up about that. It'll be at the state capitol. It'll be a hearing. I'm not really sure what that will entail. Uh, at this point, I'm not very hopeful about anything that comes out of our state capitol um, because it appears that um, it is uh, everyone down there at this point, not everyone, but anyone in leadership is participating in a uh, cover your own ass uh, moment in history. So, you know, I've been to plenty of hearings down there where it all looks good and it's still just the same big old hot bag of crap um, that people spray, you know, uh, air freshener over in the way of, of meetings and hearings to make you think that someone's actually doing something. And I'm not saying that's what William Ligon is doing, um, but I'm just forewarning you not to get your hopes up about what that could look like. So. Um, I also believe there's a march at the Capitol tomorrow um, that will lead directly to the Secretary of State's office that begins at 12 p.m. You can go to a lady's uh, handle by the name of Debbie Dooley. She is uh, spearheading that. She has details regarding that. Um, you know, I picked an amazing week to leave my home state to come and uh, partake in a little sun and fun, uh, a little relaxation, and, uh, and everyone's going to war. So. Um, I'm here, still fighting the battle, <laughs> just happen to have my toes in the sand while I do it. Uh, but you know the drill. Thank you for your patience uh, with my show. I do not have an intro or outro, nor will I. There's not going to be any bells and whistles this week. It's me on my cell phone. Uh, just wanted to communicate with you guys and, uh, and not leave you hanging in the process, all right? Um, so you know what to do. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Keep your head up. This is not the time to retreat. This is not the time to start talking down, um, being negative Nellies. This is the time to gird your loins and keep standing, okay? All right. Hey, remember, if you're an American, act like one.